Thanks for checking out this week's Staff Meeting Devo. This week, Pastor Megan Wood brought us our weekly devotion with a Devo titled, Leaders Build Toward the Future. Let's get right into it. So today I want to talk about leaders build toward the future. That as leaders, we build towards the future. This is something that actually, as I was preparing, it got me really excited because I don't think we talk about it enough. I don't think we talk about the exciting parts of what we get to do. That as leaders, we get to build towards the future. And as leaders, it can actually become really easy just to kind of get into a rhythm, to kind of find our stride and just kind of, that's kind of, I think sometimes just to alleviate stress and just all the other uncertainties, we kind of almost strive for this rhythm, right? To get into a place of where things kind of just, they're easy. It's like, kind of just like they tick over. I can, I can make this happen. This is how I, what I come to expect every single time. And yet, as leaders, we're called to build towards the future. We cannot be just like-minded of what is going on today. It has to be, we have to be future-minded. And we can just, we can kind of fall into this rut of searching for our sweet spot. And finding our sweet spot isn't just a negative thing. It doesn't, it's not all a negative thing, but it can be when we just want to sit there in that, when we don't want to get out of it. See, rarely do things ever stay the same or just tick over. Things that tick over lose momentum. Things that lose momentum, they decline. So we think that sometimes it's easier when things just happen how we want them to be. Things go to plan and all of this. But eventually what happens is we lose momentum. And when we lose momentum, things decline. See, if we aren't building for tomorrow, we are maintaining for today. So if we aren't building for our tomorrow, we are maintaining for today. And that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable to maintain our day-to-day. We have to be building towards our tomorrow. And if we are maintaining for today, we can expect to see the things that are associated with maintaining on our teams. Lack of vision, lack of passion, lack of motivation, and consistent turnover. People will care more about the task than they will the big picture. Because when we're all about ticking over and maintaining, it becomes more about what we do than why we do it. It becomes more about making sure our planning center is filled out, making sure that everyone has accepted it, making sure that people are in the right place that we want them in, making sure that people are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing and giving everybody a high five at the end when they do it. That's what it becomes about. And people see that. People see that it becomes about the tasks. And when it becomes about the tasks, people lose, they lose momentum. They lose passion about it because they lose the why behind what they do. And it's so easy for it to happen as a leader. Busyness robs us of that too, right? When we become busy and we don't have the time to plan and we don't have the time to think about why we are doing what we are doing, then that will just inevitably happen. Our team members will show up, we'll put them in their their spot, and we'll say, good job for doing whatever it is, right? And we'll go home. You know, I think about this just as walking into church, right? As greeters, we know greeters 
Their job is to say hello at the door and to smile. But that's not the win. We've made that the win maybe sometimes. The win, though, is, is when somebody walks in and then they tell us months later, they say, you know what? I was walking through that parking lot. I almost went back to my car. But that one person that was standing out there that said hello to me and they smiled at me made it easier for me to walk through those doors. The win was not that I made sure I had that smile on my face and I said hello. The win was that it made a difference. The win was why the why behind the what. I don't just smile and greet people at the door because that's what greeters do. I do that so that people, when they walk through those doors at church, they feel peace. They feel accepted. They feel wanted before they even walk into church. That's why I do what I do. That is so important. And we can, as leaders, forget that that has to be communicated so many times over and over and over and over and over again. And we can sometimes just fall into the rhythm of just doing what we do. So there are some steps to ensure that you are building towards your future. The first thing is dreaming. We have to be able to dream. We have to dream about what we want to see on our teams. See, that's the difference between a leader and a manager. A manager fulfills a task. They fulfill the set of tasks in the day. But a leader looks at it and says, this isn't good enough. I want to see what this is going to be in a year. I want to see what this is going to be in five years. And so as a leader, you dream. You dream and you say, if everything was off limits, resources were off limits, if I had as many volunteers as I possibly could have, if I had all the resources, this is what I would love to see. And this is what I would love to accomplish as a team. That's the first step. So what do you see for your team a year from now? What do you see for your team five years from now? And how does it fit into the big picture? How does it fit into the, the mission of Word of Life? How does it fit into Beyond Sunday? How does it fit into um, making or individuals who are faithful and effective followers of Jesus Christ? How does it do that? How are we doing that? We need to make sure that we are dreaming these dreams because or else we will just tick over. So there are things that traps that we can even fall into, and they can look like counterfeits to dreaming, right? They can be the easy things. Like, for example, we can give ourselves a high five because we changed out the offering buckets. We can say, oh, the offering buckets look much nicer now. I did that. Or we can say that we changed out the shirts on the kids' team. Now they're really vibrant and bright, and you know I got all these compliments. Or maybe we changed the positions on the stage, and now the drummer's over on the other side of the stage, and the singers are somewhere else. Or you know it can be various different things. Or maybe we place the greeters in a different spot. Or we can give ourselves high fives for that and say that that's building towards the future. Those are all good things, but those are a step. They're a building block. That's, that is not dreaming towards the future. Dreams are something that we cannot achieve on our own. If you can achieve it on your own, I got bad news for you, it's not big enough. It has to be something that you look at and you're like, the team that I have cannot possibly pull this off. 
the resources that I have cannot possibly pull this off. But with God, it's possible. Those are what dreams are. So I encourage you to do that, to make that homework, to think about your team. If you're a ministry director, think about it. If you're a staff member, think about that. Think about how your team should look in two years' time, five years' time, whatever it might be. If you have, if you're one of those people that loves systems, this is not about systems. <laughs> this is not about systems. Systems will help you accomplish the dreams, but systems are not a dream. Systems are easy to get lock, locked into. They're easy to say, yes, I accomplished that system, and, and high-five yourself. It's easy to see all the hard work you put into it. But again, that isn't a dream. A dream takes time, and it takes thinking up the impossible. So the first thing is to dream. The second thing is turn that dream to a vision. A dream on its own will never come to be. You have to turn your dream into a vision. You have to put legs behind a dream. Vision takes preparation. I've seen many leaders fall into the trap of walking in and saying, hey, this is my dream, and thinking it's just going to happen, and, and, and mistaking a dream for a vision. They're not the same thing. A dream is that first step to making a vision. A vision is more clear and precise. It's knowing exactly what you want to achieve. So it's taking that dream of what I can see two to five years, and it's saying, no, this is why I want this to happen, and this is what it is. This is what we're striving towards, and this is why we're striving towards it. Because it's easy to find a dream and then be like, that's really cool, but actually I don't really know why I'm striving for that. Right? We can get off track sometimes with our dreaming. We can find ourselves in a place where it actually makes no sense to what we're actually doing or accomplish what we're set out to accomplish. So vision takes preparation. You have to gather small goals to get to the big goals. Vision in of itself will never be accomplished if it's just vision. You have to break it down into smaller goals. But those smaller goals all build towards a bigger vision. And in order to accomplish a vision, you have to draw a map for people. You have to be able to, they have to be able to see where they're headed. We can, as leaders, sometimes keep the vision to ourselves and just tell people what to do. And again, if we do that, we will have people who are not passionate. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. And they will have, you will have no buy-in. Volunteers will have no buy-in if they don't know why they're doing what they're doing. You have to draw a map for people. People have to know why what they're doing matters. And they have to know the big picture of where you're headed. You know, many um, businesses, the reason why they're successful is because of that, right? They're successful because they painted a picture. They painted a picture for people, and people said, I want to be a part of that picture. We have to do that as leaders. We have to paint a picture that people want to be a part of and then tell them how to get there. So first thing is to dream. Second is to turn your dream into a vision. The third thing is to communicate that vision. You have to get people passionate because you are passionate. If you are not passionate, people will not be passionate. If you're not passionate about what you lead, 
nobody else will be. You need to be the most passionate because nobody will ever care as much as you care. It's just not possible. It doesn't matter whatever, you know, Annie, who leads 99.1, all of her team are passionate about 99.1, but they're not going to be nearly as passionate about 99.1 as Annie is passionate about 99.1. We all have to be the most passionate about what we do or else nobody else will be. And we cannot be frustrated with people when they're not as passionate as us because they won't be. But we want people to be passionate. And people get passionate by us communicating that vision. And when people start to see the why behind what they do, that's what happens. People catch a hold of it. Suddenly, it isn't something they're marking off of their tasks. It's no longer about doing their service. You know, I've talked to some people who serve on teams, and when I talk to them, it's clear that they're serving because that's what they should do. We don't want people who are serving because that's what they should do. We want people who are serving because they love what they do. They love being a part of it. They have story after story after story of why they do what they do. We want to hear stories from people. We want to be relaying those stories to our teams of why we do what we do. And some teams, it is easier for us to relay those visions and those things than other teams, right? And some teams, it's easier to think, I'm just handing out a cup of coffee to people. But you're not just handing out a cup of coffee. When people are holding something warm in their hands, it makes them feel more content. It makes the, it causes anxiety to go down. It causes them to feel more like they have something to hold on to so that they feel a little less, more safe in the environment they're in. That matters. That ministry matters. It's more than just handing out a coffee. Holding a camera is more than just holding a camera. It's providing a visual for people who are in the worship center so they can see exactly what's going on. It's providing our online services. There are so many benefits to it, but we need to communicate those things to people because we cannot just expect that they get it. So when we start to communicate over and over and over again what the vision is and why we're doing what we're doing, there are some things that we'll start to see. We'll start to see people bringing us stories of, guess what I saw today? This happened today. I heard this story today. And it will start to become contagious because people will be looking out for it. People don't look out for stories if they think they're just checking a box. They look to check the box. We want to change people's vision. We want them to look in a different direction, right? We want to change where they're looking. We want them to look towards the big picture of why they do what they do rather than checking that box. And this is how you produce passionate and fulfilled volunteers rather than people that are just there to get the task done is by making sure that they know that what they do matters, and it matters in the kingdom of God, because that is why all of us do what we are doing, right? We all do that. And if you're a ministry director and you've forgotten that that's why you do what you do, I'm just going to encourage you to remember that is why you do what you do. You do what you do is because it's impacting the kingdom of 
God. And it's beyond the tasks that you do. It matters significantly more than that. It's all building towards the kingdom. And that is something that we have to understand as leaders. Because if we do not understand that, then the people that we're leading won't understand that. So the first thing was to dream. The second thing, turn the dreams to vision. Third, to communicate that vision. Fourth thing is to build towards the future will will require patience and repetition. The thing about when we are building towards something long-term, when we're looking into the future and we're saying, this is what I want to achieve, this is what I want to see in two years, five years, whatever it might be, is it takes time. And sometimes it means we're actually changing the culture on our teams a bit. And we're changing the mindsets on our teams. That all takes time. It takes patience. And it takes repetition. And I always say that you have to repeat things over and over again to the point of where you feel like I'm annoying people. Because even when you feel like you're annoying people, I can promise you, you're not annoying people. People do not hear it. And they, you have to repeat it over and over and over and over and over again. So you have to keep repeating it. So I encourage you to find that one thing and repeat it over and over and over again. That doesn't mean several different things that you're repeating over and over again. Find the one thing that if I do this today, it's going to change my team. And I'm going to repeat that over and over and over again every time I meet with my team. It will change how you see success because you'll start celebrating small victories. You won't celebrate the, we made it another day. We got through the day with no problems. Or we got through the day, we checked all the boxes. Or everyone who was on Planning Center showed up today. It'll be, the victories will look different. They will look like, hey, I saw that one family come in today. And last week, they were a little bit uncertain when they showed up with their kids. But did you see them today? They came in so excited when they showed up with their kids. Their kids were excited to come back to kids' ministry. And the, uh, the adults, when they left today, they were so excited to go back to you know, church today. And they told us that this week they were going to get involved in this or whatever it might be. It changes the way we view success. And we start celebrating different victories but it does take time, and this will take time. But that's why we celebrate those small victories that are building towards that vision. And then we celebrate people that get it. We celebrate the people on our teams. They're getting it. They're running with it. It's the, hey, I saw so-and-so, and they saw They saw someone come through the doors with a small kid today, and they knew immediately to help them find the mother's room, and we helped them find a seat in the worship center because that is building towards an environment in the worship center that I want to see. I want to see an environment in the worship center where every single person feels wanted and seen when they walk through those doors. I made someone feel seen today. I saw someone make sure that someone was seen today. And we celebrate that. We celebrate those people. And we try to stay away from the areas that are discouraging. There are going to be people that maybe it can be frustrating because we don't feel like they're getting it. And it might be easy to get locked into those. But we're going to choose to celebrate the people that are. 
We're going to celebrate the wins and the victories. So imagine if we were all doing all of these things. If we were dreaming big dreams, if we were taking those dreams and we were putting them into a vision, and then we were communicating that vision to our teams, and then we understood that this was going to take time, it was going to take patience, imagine what would happen. I wonder sometimes if we would find out our dreams were too small. If we would start to see ourselves achieving our dreams and be like, oh, I didn't dream big enough. God, I didn't dream big enough. What's the next dream? And we'd start to find ourselves getting excited about what we do. We would start to see our stress levels going down for what we do because we're so excited about the things that we're seeing that we just love what we're doing so much that suddenly the little things that used to stress us out don't stress us out so much because we're seeing the victories. We're seeing the things that are happening. I truly believe that if we focus on what we want to achieve on our teams, this will happen. Tom and I have been talking about this a lot as a church, right? Like, what do we see for Word of Life? What do we see for the future of Word of Life? What do we want to see in two to five years' time? And it's been challenging us to think about bigger dreams. And that's why we come up with, you know, different words every year, why we come up with Beyond Sunday, because we want to see a church that shows up every week that isn't just there to sit in a service. We want to see a church that loves just being the church. They want to serve on teams because they love serving in the church. They see that it brings, that not only is serving in the church doing something for the church, but it's doing something for them. It's providing community for them. We want a church that seeks out community. We want a church that loves what they do. That church is not just marking off a box. That in fact, they love it so much that we're going out into the community. And we're spreading that out into the community because we know that there are other people that need what we have. That's what we want to see in our church. That's just small parts, but that takes dreaming. That takes dreaming and then taking that dream and thinking, what does that look for like? Well, I would love to see a parking lot full of people. A parking lot full of people serving on a parking lot team who love serving on a parking lot team because they see that it's valuable making sure that every single family has help getting into the building. I want to see so many greeters that we don't know what to do with them. They're walking around the building. We, that ushers, ushers who are so proactive that when somebody walks in, that there's three ushers crowding them. You know, I want to see a worship team that's so on fire that they show up 30 minutes early because they're so excited about what's going to happen today. That they're coming forth with ideas and they want to be a part of, you know, they want to see revival. They're praying for revival. They're worshiping believing that there's going to be revival. You know, we want to see a kids team that is overflowing with kids and overflowing with kids who want to, or people who want to help out in kids ministry. We want to see our kids ministry as a vibrant and exciting and something that every single kid wants to be a part of. We want to see a youth ministry that outgrows this building. We want to see all of these things because we're reaching our community because we're living beyond Sunday. These are the things that we want to see for Word of Life. We want to see a vibrant culture that is contagious. And so when we're thinking of dreams for our team, we need to be thinking of something that's so much bigger that we need God to help us accomplish it. And so I want to encourage you with that today, that whatever team you're responsible for, don't get lost in the task. Don't get lost in all the systems. Yes, all that's important, and it has its place. I'm not saying don't do it. 
But I, what I'm saying is you will not win people by doing systems. You will not win people by checking the boxes. You will win people by casting vision and getting people excited about why they do what they do. So let me pray for you. God, I just thank you so much for every single person in this room listening to this podcast. God, I pray, God, that you would just ignite passion within them. God, I pray that if there is an area where they've forgotten why they do what they do, God, God, that you would just reignite that right now. God, I pray that you would help them to dream big dreams. I pray that if they didn't feel like they had permission, that today they feel like they have permission. God, I pray that they feel the permission to dream big. God, I pray that we would have teams of people who are excited to get to serve you and to see what you're doing through them. God, I pray that you would use every single one of our volunteers to reach people. God, I pray that you would give those stories. God, I pray for people that they would share their stories that would impact and encourage our volunteers and our leaders. And God, I thank you for what you're going to do, God. And I pray that we would not limit you, God. That we would not limit you, God. God, that we wouldn't fall into the trap of um, trying to achieve what we can achieve. God, that we wouldn't be so afraid of failure that we pick the easy route. God, I pray that we pick the risky route. The risky route that... <laughs> is going to reach people for you. In Jesus' name, amen.